All right, thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday on this Tuesday, July the 20th. It's 3.39, and yes, as of a little more than an hour ago, the province officially decided to declare a state of emergency effective midnight tonight, and that comes in the wake of... Well, a couple of weeks at the very least of many in the area, many across this province asking that a state of emergency be declared, getting shut out uh, from those in charge saying it's not going to make much of a difference. Well, they decided today that they better do something to appease those voices. And one of the people who was making that call was the mayor of Clearwater, Merlin Blackwell, and he joins me now. Merlin, it finally happened. It finally happened, Jeff. Yay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's Yay. nothing to be, like, excited about. I think it just does show an acknowledgement that we are in a pretty serious situation, though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, what made me decide to push for this um, a week or 10 days ago was looking at the, the long-term forecast after basically living in the heat wave hairdryer like we did for uh, almost a week. Um, so, you know, I, I had to... You know, my thought was predicting what the future was going to be looking like two weeks out for the weather forecast. It only took seven days after that really to, to get to this point where I guess enough critical triggers have hit that we that we need to make this call. Um, but, you know, congratulations on the, the Minister Farnworth for, you know, being willing to change his mind and to listen to, to stuff because I can tell you, uh, I don't know if everybody would have uh, this soon. Fair enough. Uh, I did, you know, as, as I was obviously on the, the news conference this afternoon and kept wanting to know, you know, what, what has changed? What's the difference? Why was, you know, there was such a reluctance to call one 10 days ago and, and they're, you know, obviously changing their mind, doing a complete 180 here today. And the one thing that kind of was the only reasoning that I was gathering from this was, well, there's uh, an expectation of maybe some windier conditions and possibly some dry lightning and specifically was talking about the southeast. But I don't feel like the weather has really changed much, if at all, here over the last 10 days. We've had a couple of days of, of a little bit cooler weather. But outside of that, I mean, we've been living in, in pretty, pretty hop and fire conditions for a while. Uh, no, absolutely. And, and really, the forecast is saying the exact same thing with a few highlights in it, like you said, with thunderstorms that are actually worse than that. I think, obviously, that a lot of political pressure was being put on. I think uh, the Union of BC Indian Chiefs um, putting that pressure on. Um, the short McNation announcement, I'm sure, trickled down to his office that that was coming. Um, and, you know, and then all the other leaders across central BC, including people from all stripes and all sides. Uh, I think the, the idea that this was a partisan effort, um, I think only the people that wanted it to be a partisan effort were the ones that were saying that it was never my intent on that, mm -hmm. on my personal front. Um, but I, I think really in Kniep, the Oliver fire last night, um, you know, what's happening today in Salmon Arm, this decision was probably made. Um, about 10 seconds after the TNRD letter went in the email. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty obvious. I think that, I think, I think your earlier comments, um, in the conversation, uh, that that was sent prematurely are probably accurate. I, I think that was probably out in the mail before. Wait, wait, wait. I think we're going to change our mind. Yeah. But, but uh, at this particular point with that forecast, with what all of us know on the ground, Ward Samer and myself and people like that, Beyond what we're doing now, we have worked in the bush our entire lives. You get a feeling for the conditions. You get a feeling for things that, that are different and that trigger 
another level of awareness. And all of those factors have been in play since that heat wave um, and, and years of experience with wildfire and evacuations and emergency plans and all those things. It all screamed, this isn't going to get better. We need to be all hands on deck. We need all the resources possible. And we need everybody to take this seriously. And I can tell you, even in my community, there's people taking are taking it seriously, but there's another level of seriousness that needs to happen at this point. Yeah. Do you think, you know, based on your experience, whether it is working in the bush or being a, a leader of Clearwater, I mean, do you notice a difference in attitudes when a state of emergency is declared? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's still people that are coming for vacation. There's, I think the perfect example of, of level of human awareness when it comes to major stories in British Columbia, it was actually the last UBCM we attended in person when all those logging trucks rolled past Canada Place. And we were having to explain, you know, interior politicians were having to explain to people on the street that this was not a big rig show. This was a protest about something that had been going on in the economy of British Columbia for months and months. People are only as aware as they want to be. And I, I think when somebody says state of emergency, that gets even the people that are not paying a lot of attention on a daily basis to go, okay, this is different. This is something more. We need to pay attention. We need to get on board. We need to be listening. Uh, one more question here for you, but just, you know, obviously Clearwater is a place that welcomes a lot of tourists. You want people to come and enjoy, you know, the, the Wells Gray Park and, and actually, you know, River Raft on, on Clearwater River and all that good stuff that comes with it. But there was a lot of questions that were being posed today about tourism. Um, and I know it's specific to really in the, the lower mainland, people going to Vancouver and concern when a state of emergency is in place. That means people just don't want to visit BC at all, despite the fact that there's obvious pockets of this province where there really isn't a concern, right? The air is cleaner, the fire risk is lower, but do you see a, a lot of people almost like blo block off an entire province as a result of an state of emergency? Is that something you could even maybe comment on given that you oh, know, your sure. location seems yeah. to be more prone to fires? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, when you, you, when you have the option to let people out of their commitments for camping and that sort of thing, I saw that for years at Myrtle Lake when I was running that for canoe rentals, I saw that in Wells Bay Park already talking to some staff on the ground that, that still work in Wells Bay Park. Um, attendance is down there for sure. The rafting companies seem to be doing okay. But this is going to have a big hit on tourism. And tourism is already, you know, we've talked about this, has already suffered greatly under COVID. If, if this wasn't a sign to the federal and provincial government that if we intend to start tourism up again next year, because this year the season's going to be all over the place depending on your conditions. We're going to tend to start up tourism next year. We really need to do the same kind of bailout we did for other industries, a serious bailout um, in order to keep those businesses intact and, and able to, to start up again um, if we have a clear year next year. And let's hope for that. I definitely hope for that because I love coming up to Clearwater and, and spending time up there. And if those companies are gone, I would be very, very upset. So I hope that that yeah. is not the case. Yeah, one of the best, most refreshing things you could do today would go whitewater rafting, and there's definitely a lot of people in the river. But, um, you know, we, we need to, to pick and choose our times. I still say, you know, get prepared and then do your thing. Come up for the day, do your thing. But at this particular point, we all need to start thinking state of emergency. What are you going to do? What's your plan? Get your go bags together. Mm -hmm. Do all those things. That's critical at this point. Marilyn, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you coming on here. And, uh, yeah, state of emergency finally declared. So it's a positive, even though in the grand scheme, it's not really the best of stories. No, it's not. But, you know, it's, it's a story we needed at this point. 
All right. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk soon, Merlin. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's Mayor of Clearwater, Merlin Blackwell.